Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Our guest this week, Gary, has wonderful memories of his childhood growing up in the UK where he was born and also in California where he lived for many years. But at the age of 13, when he went to Australia, he began to experience something that he'd never seen before in his life. Gary shares his story. Um, right, well, my father decided to um, take what they call the uh, £10 uh, fair option, which was, I think, organised by the Australian government and by the British government to, for immigrants to come to Australia to migrate, I suppose, or to immigrate. So you became, you became a £10 pom. That's right. And I think there's quite a few of us, actually. Did you have expectations? Oh, no, I had no idea. I, we, there was no internet in those days. Of course, no one knew. There was no uh, information on anything. I think we went to Australia House. I think I saw this sort of film, but I can't really remember anything. I had no idea what was happening, actually. <laughs> so when you landed in Australia, what was it like? How did the people receive you? How did it go at the school? I found it quite uh, strange, actually. It, it was... It was not what I imagined. It was quite a. It was quite a shock. Everything was different. I mean, trees were different. Uh, money was different. I noticed that the money, particularly, was different, and uh, everything was uh, bright. <laughs> the light was so bright. Yeah, it was quite right. amazing. And what was it like at school? Uh, school was quite. Uh, again, uh, I didn't really have the problems till I went down to Melbourne. But in Sydney, it was just different. I mean, there was teachers who used to sit on desks in shorts, and we used to have assembly outside which is most unusual um it was i had a few friends though i still managed to do something and uh, but generally it was uh, quite uh, different because i had my little bicycle and my little satchel i don't think that was accepted too well so because <laughs> i didn't know it's just stuff i brought across on the ship so yeah. I, I had no idea what was going on so so you said there was a turning point at the school where things just went really bad yeah, when I went down to Melbourne, um, I was at a school and uh, it was deemed the worst school in <laughs> in Victoria at the time. And uh, it was uh, quite uh, horrific. I just, uh, they didn't accept me at all and I was picked on ba- basically for my uh, my mannerisms and my accent, basically. And what sort of things did they do, the kids? Um, well, I was harassed, I was followed. Um, I had my shirts covered in blood because they used to attack me with uh, darts and uh, rulers and all sorts of metal rulers, that is, and um, I just became uh, terrorised, basically. I didn't know what was... I was only little. I was only four foot ten, so I didn't really know what was going on. I just couldn't understand it, because when I was in England, they, they accepted me, even though I was American, they accepted me quite readily. I was known as the American kid, but there was just total disjuncture with this particular situation. It just didn't mesh at all, and, and I was, uh, you know, followed, and, and I just uh, had to escape to... Uh, home, which was opposite, actually, thank goodness. <laughs> I think it was more of an emotional, psychological attack, really. You know, making fun of me in the class and saying all sorts of uh, copying, you know, what I did. And, and it was just it was just traumatic, basically. And I, and I just, I didn't know what to do. I was just uh, becoming ill, actually. Did you have an English or an American accent? Oh, no, English accent at this point, because I'd lost the American accent uh, between 8 and 12. Yeah, definitely a strong English accent. So yeah. how long did it go on for? About four years. Four years of that bullying. <laughs> Three to four years, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, no, it was pretty uh, shocking. And the doctor said that unless... said to my parents, I've got to come out of the school straight away because uh, he's, uh, he's becoming ill, basically. So I went to Yarra Valley after that. Wow. Which was an independent school, which was okay. It was better, but um, still felt still this isolation was still there. That's why um, I went to the art room. I, I decided to... Um, 
you know, sort of go to the art room, and that's where art became important for me because it is something that I clung on to. And was that kind of like your escape? In a way, yes, yes. It was my escape. Uh, uh, prior to that, of course, um, one Sunday night, um, I was fearing the next day, which every Sunday night I went through, unfortunately, because I never used to sleep very well. Um, I cried out in the middle of the night uh, for someone to help me. I just, it was just terrible. It was a terrifying moment, I, actually. And um, it was at that point that my friend, who happened to go to the church, the Baptist church in Moorabah, they decided, he decided to approach me and said, oh, you know, you have to go to Sunday school. And, uh, and I didn't know why, because <laughs> I'd never been to church before in my life, so I didn't know what was going on. You know? Wow. So you didn't have a faith or anything? No, 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 not at all. My parents, no, not at all, no. I had no connection to any church. It's, it's kind of like you called out for help and God responded. Uh, yes, that's exactly what happened. Yes, it's exactly, I've looked back at it now, and that's exactly the actual thing that actually happened. I was at my lowest point you could possibly uh, be at, you know, being only 13, 14, 14, I think, at the time, and being in that stage, I just didn't know, I just didn't know what to do, basically, because I had no... Uh, fall back on anything. So just share for a little bit, just uh, briefly, what it was like then going to Sunday school and with this new friend who was a Christian. Uh, yeah, it was marvellous, really, because I, I just used to go to this, um, I think they were in uh, Lincoln Road, I think they had a, um, they were a Dutch family, actually, and they had a lovely garden. I used to look out the garden and look at the birds and the trees, and I don't know, something, something happened. It was quite remarkable. I, I just felt at peace for the first time, probably ever, actually. And I just knew that from that point, it would be okay. I never knew it was going to be cured, but I knew that I'd be all right. Wow. Because something had happened, something incredible had happened that, that night. And, and during that next, you know, obviously uh, the following Sunday, which I went to the Sunday school for the following Sunday. So things changed from that point. And um, I didn't know really at the time how significant that would be, obviously being only 14. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew that something had, had moved and uh, saved, shielded me. So I was being shielded from that point on. Our guest Gary, who shared afterwards that the bullying began again when he entered the workforce in Australia, but he continued to hang on to the Lord to make it through. In Psalm 121 in the Bible, it says, My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. You're listening to Light and Life from the Salvos.